0: This is the Mercy Talk podcast. Mercy Talk is brought to you by Mercy Multiplied. We exist to encourage, equip, and empower both men and women with the same biblically-based principles we've seen work for over 35 years in our residential homes. If you want to find out more, head on over to mercymultiplied.com. Guys, Melanie Wise here. Well. A lot has changed in the world since our last Mercy Talk um, podcast was posted last week. And if you've been following us, you know that we are in the middle of a series on technology and on uh, social media. And we um, are really excited about the um, coming episodes of that series, but we're gonna actually take a, a pause right now and um, really just kind of try to focus in on really the state of the world and where we would like to specifically just encourage you all as our listeners and um, really speak into just kind of what's happening in the world right now. And so we are currently working on Some ways that we can continue to record and post our podcasts in a time where we are being asked to not be in the same space together. And so we're researching some ways that we can do that and are really looking forward to some episodes that we have planned um, to really encourage you in this specific time. Uh, But for this week, we just went back and found a specific episode on a topic that we really felt like like was relevant to where we are today. And um, it's an episode that was actually recorded a couple of years ago, and you're going to hear an old familiar voice if you've been around Mercy Talk for long. Jen Otero and I posted this show a couple of years ago when we were in the middle of a series on our keys to freedom. And this specific episode is on the topic of renewing the mind. You know, we are aware that a lot of people are just struggling with just some fear and anxiety in this season, and rightfully so, there's just a lot going on that uh, can produce a lot of fear. And so one of the things that we've been thinking about is just how important it is for us to be very, very proactive in renewing our minds and filling our minds with truth and, and really being mindful of what we are allowing to kind of sit at the table in our minds, if you will, And so we just felt like this episode was really relevant and we wanted to share this with you again and hope that it encourages you. I get really excited about Mm -hmm. this one because I just feel like this is such a very, very important piece
1: of this process. It's a huge one. And I would say every single healing time I've walked through my own life or walked through with someone renewing the mind has always been a part of it mm-hmm. because our thinking always plays into our beliefs and our actions and our choices. And so renewing the mind is not one that can just sort of be bypassed. There mm. are others sometimes in the keys that you may not focus on as much or it may not have as much impact in the healing process, but renewing the mind is not one of those. Right? It is integral. And I would even just submit that it's not even just healing. It's just walking as children of God that are based and in, in grounded in truth that we know what the word says mm-hmm. and we know what God says about us. And so knowing how to really renew our minds is a huge piece in all yep. of that.
0: I mean, I would even say like thinking just through all of life, no matter what season I'm in, if I'm in a real season of working through things and healing through certain things or not, mm-hmm. like renewing the mind is a daily, Absolutely. no matter what in the world you're going through mm-hmm. or what season you're in in life, it's it's huge. So this is foundational to just
1: life. Yes.
0: <laughs> so I think that the first thing we need to just kind of lay out there is mm-hmm. something that, I, I don't know, It's I guess there was probably a point in my life where I didn't really think I had a lot of choice in the way I thought, but I know that that's a pretty common thing. Like people just kind of think they're a victim to their thoughts. Whatever it is that is in their head, like mm-hmm. they don't really have a choice about it. It's right. what comes into their head. and that's and and so at some level, I think we're going to kind of talk about how, yes, there are thoughts that can come into your mind that maybe you didn't author, right. However, where you do have a choice is what you allow your mind to dwell on and really continue to think on. Mm-hmm. And so, I just think it's just one of those things that the Lord actually really does expect us to exercise some self-control in and through the power of the Spirit, you know, self-control over our minds. Um, It's it's pretty obvious throughout Scripture that he wants us to exercise control over what we do or what we say. But I would argue also that it's pretty clear that we're supposed to also exercise control over our thoughts Mm -hmm. and our thought life. I mean, one of the clearest scriptures of that is 2 Corinthians 10, 5, um, where it says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So I think that sometimes people read that and they're like, completely overwhelmed. What do you mean every single thought I have to take captive? <laughs> feels <like> really hard. <laughs> it's not, sometimes I think for, it's not something that's a super conscious thing, like it's not every single moment of every day I'm right. thinking about taking but I know when thoughts start to enter my mind that are not ones that line up with truth or that uh, line up with the word of God and so I take captive those thoughts immediately and and make those obedient to mm-hmm. Christ as it, as it says. So I just think that it's very clear
1: throughout scripture that God expects us to really exercise control over this part of our lives. Yeah, I think the challenge too with that is understanding that, like you said, Mal, sometimes thoughts or memories or, you know, for instance, people who've experienced a lot of trauma, they may have flashbacks. They Mm -hmm. may have things that come to their mind that they don't choose to have come into their minds. Right. Whether it's trauma, whether it's just bad habit, whether it's just cyclical thinking, but that's where the choice factor comes in. And so understanding that even in the midst of things that are coming to your mind, I often would tell girls when I've counseled them that just because it came into your mind doesn't mean it's yours. You don't Mm -hmm. actually have to just sit with it and let it continue to take course. That's where that renewing the mind really comes in and choosing to say, you know what, I get to decide what my mind's going to focus on and all the scriptures that discuss that as well. And understanding that we do have an enemy and he loves, I mean, I think so Mm. often his first line of defense and offense with us is to really try and come in implant certain thoughts Mm -hmm. you know I think of all the times like even just being married there's times I find myself so irritated and aggravated with my husband and then if I really back it up and think to the last couple hours there's been all these little thoughts that have been coming to mind about little things that now I'm just suddenly frustrated about because I wasn't renewing my mind or taking captive those thoughts now I'm just irritated with him about Mm -hmm. things that on a normal day I would have been fine but when I really stop and think about the fact that that's just an assignment of the enemy and him trying to get in and get me frustrated about stupid little things. It is, there really is that reality of just being really mindful of what we're thinking on and the path that the enemy may be lining out before us and whether or not we're willing to kind of walk along that. Yeah. So- a great scripture that talks about that, too, is John 8, 44. It says, you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. And so, I mean, that scripture just points out exactly what the enemy does. You know, we often talk about John ten ten that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But this is talking about who he is and his character. He cannot tell the truth. Mm-hmm. All he does is lie. And so when we understand that he's constantly trying to plant lies in our minds in order to get us going down that track, it really helps us to understand it's a pretty black and white situation. It's either truth or lie. And then really focusing on what we need to go, where we need to go from there Mm -hmm. and really making sure that we're aware and that we're renewing our minds to the truth and what God says.
0: Well, and, you know, when you think through just kind of the different ways that the enemy lies to us i think that honestly i mean he'll lie to us about everything and anything yeah. but like he will lie to us about god he'll lie to us about who god is mm-hmm. about god's character um he'll lie to us about other people um i think that there's even times where i've actually thought things about another person without even knowing them like right. uh, but there will be lies that are actually running through my head about well that person's going to be like that and they're mm-hmm. going to be like that or whatever the case may be but i also really think that he primarily really goes after lies about mm-hmm. us and about who we are. Yeah. Because I think that our perception of who we are and our identity, what we are worth, all of those things just has way, way, way more impact on our lives than we even sometimes realize. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, I look back at even just kind of our whole analogy of the tree here mm-hmm. at Mercy and how, you know, we all have these different behaviors in our lives that we like into the branches on a tree, what you see, the external behaviors. But those behaviors are all fed by a belief system That's and right. we say that that belief system is like the trunk of the tree and then of course the trunk is fed by the roots we talk about the roots all the time and the importance mm-hmm. of getting to the roots of the issues in our lives but you know that trunk is really kind of where those lie i just believe that time and time again when i've looked at issues that i've struggled with when i look at issues that some of my friends have struggled with that our you know residents at mercy struggle with so many of those a massive percentage of them are lies about them right. and who i am and um my identity and when those things are all fed by deception mm-hmm. um, those just can always feed into all different kinds of different issues and so I just feel like you know when we talk about the importance of renewing the mind I mean what we're talking about is the trunk of that tree mm-hmm. and how important it is to start cutting off lies so that they don't then feed into those branches of behavior because that's an area that we actually can't exercise some control and so we always also talk about just how Everybody has hurts in their lives, but out of those hurts is when the enemy often will try to come in and just start feeding us lie after lie after lie about who God is, who other people are, who we are. But we get to stop that cycle at that right. point. We can make the choice to not allow the enemy and his lies um, to take root in our lives. Mm-hmm. So I think that was
1: just another reason to me why this this key is so, so important. It's so we're talking about the trunk of the tree. <laughs> it's huge. And I think too, often when we talk about renewing the mind, Mel, I think... The challenge that I've often hit with, you know, young women or different people is that they often then go, okay, but what I'm dealing with is the truth. If -hmm. it's a circumstance that they've walked through or what have you. And that's when we usually kind of break down the difference between what is fact and what is truth, which when I first say that it often sounds redundant. Like, isn't fact truth? No, fact is not necessarily truth. We have to always come back to the reality that the word of God is ultimate truth over our lives. And fact actually even has to bow its knee to truth. So, mm. for instance, if I walk through an abusive childhood, there's a lot of facts of my life that come along with that. I was abused, and perhaps I was told that I was worthless or that I had, there was nothing good in me. Those became the facts of my life that no one would argue with. Yes, you were abused. Yes, you walked through hard things. But what does the word of God say about you? He doesn't Mm -hmm. call me abused. He doesn't call me worthless. He doesn't call me, you know, used goods or whatever it may be. That is not what the word of God says. So even though the facts of my life may be screaming something, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean the word of God is lining up with that. And that is where we also have a choice too of saying, okay, even the facts of my life are saying one thing. But if that is not what the truth of God's word says, then I have a decision whether or not I'm gonna stick with the facts, or with the ultimate truth of who God says that I am. And when I then choose truth from what the word says, those facts then become testimony. Those facts then become very powerful in my life, Mm -hmm. but they aren't what are leading out in my identity or my relationships or my choices. It's the truth of God's word. And then he has this amazing way, I often say of taking those facts and those difficulties and those situations that tried to lead out and tried to lie to me about who I was, And suddenly there's a power that I have because now I'm able to minister to people who have been abused or believe themselves to be worthless or whatever it may be. And so there's always that part too that I know over the years has always come up. And there's a reality of going, yeah, that's definitely the facts of your life. Mm -hmm. But now the beauty is you have a choice of deciding whether or not you're going to stick with facts Mm -hmm. or whether you're going to stick with the truth because the word of God is ultimate truth over us as son and daughters. It's really
0: good. Well, I think even, I don't know, I think it's very easy for us to almost assume things out of facts of our lives right. that must be true otherwise that wouldn't have happened or this mm-hmm. wouldn't be happening or i mean i even think just like back in a season of my life where you know i just got married but mm-hmm. 34 when i got married so for many 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 years of my life i thought okay i'm not married that must mean there's mm-hmm. nothing about me that's desirable i'm not beautiful i'm not this i'm not that And it was so easy for me to like look at even my friends. I mean, and I would really sometimes have these thoughts. I'm like, okay, I know that God says this about me, right? But the fact of my life is that I'm not married, so it must mean this, or it must mean X, Y, and Z. And I just think we can really do that very easily off of the facts. Well, that has to mean this then, right? If this is happening to me, or this isn't happening to me, or whatever the case might be, there's nothing else for me to believe than this, Mm -hmm. you know. And so even in those moments, because it was funny, because I would look even at some of my other friends who were my age and you weren't made, And I'm like, oh my goodness, you're amazing. You're beautiful. There's nothing about you that is not desirable. How could you possibly ever believe that? But then I would turn it back on me and be like, well, it must mean I'm not, you know, it's just funny how I would do that. But I just think it's very easy for us to take those circumstances that are facts Mm -hmm. of our lives, but then out of those deduce, well, then this must mean this, this, and this. And that is like straight up from the enemy. And that's what he does the best. And Mm -hmm. he almost tries to convince us that those things are also facts. Mm -hmm. When they're not at all. And so I think that's such an important piece is knowing the difference. And that's why
1: it's so important that we know the word of God Mm -hmm. and that we know how to hear the voice of God. Mm -hmm. Because then we're able to go, Lord, I have these facts in my life that are staring me right in the face. And I have got to have your vantage point. Like I have got to see what you see in this situation. And I think that's a perfect example because you know, being single or just different circumstances, facts in our lives at different seasons can really scream some things mm-hmm. that God is not saying. So if we're willing and if we're able to really take the time to listen to the whispers of the Holy Spirit and to really get his truth and his vantage point, it changes everything. And then from that place, we're able to really renew our minds and remind ourselves, what did God say? Mm-hmm. This may be what the facts are saying, but what is what is the Holy Spirit showing me? Yeah, And it's continually that choice. What am I going to choose to believe? Right. And and what am I going to choose to line up with?
0: Well, and I know I'm kind of maybe jumping a little bit ahead of ourselves here in bringing this in, but like we're going to talk some next week about just mm-hmm. the scripture that says that the you know the truth will set you free. Yeah, a lot of people like to use that scripture, but they miss the phrase right before it. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. So the importance of it not just being the truth that sets you free, but the truth that you know that sets you free. Right. And even when I look back on that season of my life. Like if I didn't know the truth of what God says about me and I didn't know what he declared over my life, I would have absolutely fallen prey to yeah. all of those lies because what else would I have had to stand on, mm-hmm. you know? So just the the vital importance of knowing the truth of God's word, knowing what God says about you, knowing what God says about him and being able to stand on those. It just even makes me like think of, you know, the story of like building your house on the sand or on the rocks, right. like knowing... That whenever you're building your life on truth, it's going to be sturdy. And so when all of those, you know, different things come into play in your life or those hurts come in, you've got some truths to stand firm Mm -hmm. on. So it's not just waiting until something bad happens and then going to figure out what truth is. No, knowing it now so that when the storms come in, you're standing on something really sturdy that's going to hold you up. So, man, I can't believe how quickly our time just passed on this. This one is just, I mean, gosh, I just, we get really excited about this one because of what a vital piece this plays in just any journey to freedom and in really in every believer's life. Well, guys, I hope that you are encouraged by this episode. And, you know, we're always really passionate about giving you practical takeaways in our Mercy Talk episodes. And so I just wanted to give you a couple of things to really reflect on um, specific to this season of time that we're in, in our world. Um, one of the things that I loved that Jen talked about in this episode was just being mindful of the difference between fact and truth. And you know, a lot of what we were referring to in this uh, specific episode was about the lies that we believe about who we are um, in relation to the different things we've walked through and the different struggles or. Um, you know, hurts that we've experienced in our lives. Um, but when it comes to the season that we are in, um, in the middle of this world pandemic, you know, one of the things that I was thinking about was really even thinking about what is fact and what is truth right now. And, you know, the fact is that we are in the middle of a world pandemic, but the truth is that our God still reigns and our God is still on the throne. The fact is that we can't fully control the spread of this virus, but the truth is that even Deuteronomy 31 says that God is with us and will not abandon us. The fact is that this virus is a horrible evil, but the truth is that God works every single thing out for the good of those who love him. You know, there's a fact that there's a lot of unknowns and it seems like no one really has the answers right now, but the truth is that even Psalm 147 tells us that God's wisdom and understanding has no limit. And so when it comes to just where your thoughts are going even in this time i just encourage you to yes you know know the facts and know what's going on in the world but also make sure that your mind is covered with truth and the truth from scripture and so I just encourage you to, man, go to scripture, find those truths that really speak to you and where you are right now, write those things down. And when fear and anxiety starts trying to creep in, man, take those statements out and speak them out loud, speak the truth out loud, and just be really, really mindful of where you are just in your thought life and filling your filling your mind with truth. And um, so I just, I just hope that this has been encouraging today. And again, we are so excited. Excited um just about some of the things that you know have come up in our team on things that we want to encourage you with in this specific season of time and really even equipping you with how to be the light in the darkness and how to share the hope that you have um in a world that is really anxiety ridden and fear-ridden right now. And so Um, We are just praying for you all. Our hearts are with you all and I hope that you're staying healthy and safe and just hope that you will tune in to Mercy Talk over the coming weeks as we just really uh, navigate this season of time alongside all of you and hope that we can encourage you and love you in that process. So we love you, we're praying for you and we'll see you next week. We're so glad you joined us today. We'd love for you to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can also find previous episodes there. Mercy Multiplied is a nonprofit organization completely funded by our donors. We're incredibly grateful and couldn't do what we do without them. If you want to find out more how you can partner with us financially, head over to mercymultiplied.com.